0: Hey folks, welcome to this uh, special Monday edition of the Whitfield Report. I'm your host, Sam Whitfield, recording from NGC Studios here in South Florida, very early in the morning um, and whatnot. I usually don't do a show on Mondays, folks. In fact, I don't think I've done a Monday show... uh, I've never done a Monday show for the Whitfield Report. I think the last time I did a podcast on Monday was for the Whitfield analysis uh, a long-ass time ago. I'm not going to try and remember exactly when because that would be going back really far. Uh, In fact, maybe the last time I did a Monday show was back when I was on JFN feeling in for uh, Jason Veley, because I know that he used to do shows on Mondays but uh, anyway I digress shout out to Jason and shout out to the on tap guys as always uh, shout out to Matt Dallas as well who we who will be joining me uh, later this week on the podcast probably on Thursday at some point uh, to discuss uh, a new project that he's working on and a new project that I will be working on uh, with him and uh, I'm very excited about that, so, um, but anyway, folks, uh, the reason why, uh, I'm doing a show on Monday is because there was no show on Saturday, as most of you probably, uh, know, either because you tuned into the YouTube, uh, you know, you check the YouTube channel and you saw my video announcement, or, uh, some of you guys saw that there was no podcast, uh, you know, for Saturday that was released yesterday. Usually I record the, you know, I take the live stream from Saturday and I put that on the auto feed on Sunday. But a few of you guys messaged me and, you know, DM'd me on Twitter and, you know, asked, where is the new episode? Well, um folks, long story short, Uh, my guest, Jimmy from, uh, great, from Great Britain, I've been promoting this guy for a while and he really does do great, uh, content. Um, long story short, his internet crapped out, um, on Saturday, so, I'm on the east coast of the United States, right? I'm in the Eastern time zone. Uh England is five hours five hours ahead of us, right? So I was going to do the show at five PM Eastern, uh, you know, which is my time. He was going to do the show at uh ten p.m his time, you know, we were going to shoot the shit for a while, you know, I was going to ask him about about his channel, and, uh, you know, what he does, and then I was going to dive into, like, you know, who he is as a person, you know, like, what he, what he's interested in, like, outside of politics, stuff like that, you know, the usual stuff that I've done in interviews, like, over the past, you know, year, kind of, um, So we were we were set to go and then his internet uh, I guess went out. I found this out later, you know, after the fact. I found this out uh, you know, on Sunday uh when I did get a hold of him his internet went out and uh because of that, he had no way really to get a hold of anyone, you know, here in the in the US, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm not the only one that he knows here in the States either, but, you know, he couldn't call me like he has my number, but he couldn't call me because of international rates. And, you know, obviously he doesn't want, you know, to pay that and he doesn't want me to pay that on my end. So, uh, you know, long story short, we just weren't able to make contact because of that and, uh, you know, because of technical difficulties uh, which has happened before, you know, in in the past where uh I just haven't been able to able to do a show because of technical difficulties. And uh, you know, that happened for Jimmy and honestly, I didn't have any backup material like whatsoever in the in the queue. And then uh you know, all of my usual standing guests were were busy. So Honestly, rather than try and, like, you know, cobble together, like, a mediocre show, I just figured that I would skip, uh, you know, Saturday's show and kind of take the night off, which was actually nice for me for a change, and, uh, you know, then work on my review for, uh, El Camino, The uh, Breaking Bad movie, which is what we're going to talk about today, actually, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to do this podcast for you guys as, like, a bonus podcast anyway, probably, like, on uh, Tuesday. But I, uh, you know, I want to get this out to you now since, uh, you know, you guys didn't have the Saturday show. Um, So... Anyway, for for those of you who uh, you know may or may not be aware, and you know if you're living in 2019, you know you probably know by now. Uh, Netflix uh, just came out with Breaking with uh, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Uh, so it's the sequel to the Breaking Bad television show with Bryan Cranston and Aaron Paul, right? And, um, I, th- the series ended, like, in 2013, and, you know, now it's, like, seven years later, they're basically, uh, you know, kind of con- wrapping up kind of some loose threads. So, uh, anyway, Breaking Bad is, is a phenomenal series. Um, but I'm going to be focusing on Al Camino. So uh, you know, quick heads up. I guess this would be uh the point in the podcast that you would uh you know, you know if you haven't if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, well then uh, you know, what are you doing with your life in 2019? How have you not seen one of the greatest, if not the greatest, TV show of the last decade? Uh, you know, where are you? If you haven't seen Breaking Bad, you know, please do yourself a favor and just go watch that series. I may I may do like a Breaking Bad, uh, you know, critique slash review at some point too, just in general. But, you know, please, if you haven't seen Breaking Bad, go watch that first for sure. Uh, you know, and I'll be spoiling things from Breaking, Breaking Bad, too. So, if, if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, you might want to skip this podcast. Uh, and if you've seen Breaking Bad, but, but you haven't seen El Camino yet, please watch uh, El Camino first. Because uh, this will be a spoiler-filled uh, podcast, or you could be in that, like, third category of person, you know, where you're like me, you like movie review podcasts, and you don't give a fuck if they're spoiled, right, uh, you know, you could be that third person, but just be warned, if you haven't, you know, if you haven't seen either of these or anything like that, don't, don't get mad at me when you're, you know, When I either spoil something for you or you're, like, completely lost as to what is going on. Okay? Okay, bucko. Okay. We've got that all cleared up. So, uh, you know, you might want to pause now. And, uh... Basically, by hearing that tone right there, we uh, are now in spoiler territory, ladies and gentlemen. So, where to even begin with this uh, movie? There's a lot to unpack here. Uh, pretty much. I like. The, first off, this movie. This this movie did some things that surprised me. But surprised me in a really good way. Like they 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 felt right. Um. Overall. I will just say this to start off. I really liked this this movie. Um, I, in some ways, it exceeded my expectation. In other ways, it met my expectation, and uh, you know, like I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by how good it was but i was just like yeah this is what we deserved and this is what we needed i'm happy do you got and i hope that makes sense to like some some of you guys were like i wasn't blown away but i was just incredibly satisfied with this movie overall uh you know it wasn't perfect and i'll cover that you know too but we'll, uh, you know, we'll get to all that. Uh, the fact that, you know, they, it starts off with that flashback of, uh, you know, Mike and uh, Jesse talking about, you know, where Jesse asked Mike where it would go to to start over if he were young. Mike basically says Alaska, you know. There there were references like throughout the series uh as you know, well that like you know, Jesse wanted to go maybe to Alaska with Jane at some point like Alaska was referenced a few times and uh you know, I'm glad that they kind of took that. They they picked that thread up. Uh, Vince Gilligan did, and, you know, kind of, like, ran with it, but didn't, you know, like, bludgeon us with either, you know, so that was the first flashback, then they pretty much uh, pick up right where the series finale left off, we see Jesse fleeing the compound. It literally picks up right if 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 my fellow breaking bad fans remember you know, the finale uh Jesse flees in the Al Camino. We see him like, you know, laughing and simultaneously like screaming. Then it cuts off. That's the last time we see him. Walt goes into the compound, finds the meth lab. You know, basically, like, touches it, you know, succumbs to his injuries, collapses, and dies. And we hear uh, Baby Blue," and arguably one of the greatest, you know, TV series finales. So, it was awesome that this movie basically, like, picked up right where that last shot of Jesse came. Okay. What I I particularly like about this film is, like, multiple, multiple times, we kind of see the fallout. We see the fallout of, like, what Walter White slash Heisenberg's impact was. In the sense that, like, you know, Walter White and Heisenberg is dead... But just because he's dead, like, you know, Walter left, like, a whole bunch of shit still fucked up. You know, like, yeah, he did kind of redeem himself in the end, but, but, you know, like, we know that as the audience. But, like, the rest of the world and the rest of the country, like, you know, shit is still really fucked up. You know, in, like, in New Mexico. So... We see Jesse, like, flinging the El Camino. We see all those cop cars, you know, like, coming towards the compound. You know, it's like a... It's like it's like a small army, basically. We see uh, Badger and Skinny Pete. They're, you know, they're playing video games. They're doing their thing. The other thing I like, too, is... Um, This is kind of a side note. I like that they didn't try to, like, make this film, like, 2019-ish. I kind of like that they, you know, that they kept it in, uh, you know, like, mid-2000s, like, you know, like, 2010-ish, maybe, um... Which is kind of when the Breaking Bad storyline takes place. I like that they kept the timeline consistent. So, like, there wasn't a PS... I don't think there was, like, a PS4, like, an iPhone 6, you know, or or anything that is, like, super 2019. I like that they kept the timeline, you know, pretty, like, consistent. Even with things like, you know, Badger and Skinny Pete. Um... Let's see. Uh, I like the fact that they didn't overuse Badger and Skinny Pete either. Right? We see them in the beginning. You know, we kind of get, like, re-familiarized. They have a couple good comedic moments. We then see how they basically help Jesse out uh, of his you know, jam a bit. They help get him cleaned up. They give him a place to stay for, like, a day. Uh, you know, give him a shower. They, You really see how, like, you know, despite them being, like, drug addicts and kind of dregs of society, they do have hearts. They do genuinely care about Jesse, you know, and, and they, have, they have his back uh, that... That scene where, uh, you know, Jesse asks, like, Skinny Pete why he's helping him. And he says, you're my hero, man. Like, that, that's really touching. I think that, you know, that's beautiful. Um, You know, so I'm glad that we got... I'm glad that Skinny Pete and Badger showed up. I'm glad that they weren't, like... I'm glad that they didn't didn't show up like throughout the entire movie. Uh, That was one thing I was afraid that they were going to do was kind of have it be like, you know, Jesse and, you know, Badger and Skinny Pete like all teaming up and like, you know, like I, like that I was kind of afraid that they were going to do that and I'm glad that then uh, Skinny Pete and Badger I felt were there for the right amount of time um they helped Jesse like start on his journey towards uh I don't really know if redemption well I mean yeah I guess in a sense redemption would be the right word but um yeah they they had you know they had a good chunk of the story but you know they served their purpose and they weren't overused, so I'm I'm really glad about that. Um The, the flashbacks with uh Todd and uh Jesse kind of filling in that arena. Um I mean, honestly, the fact that they were able to use that to, like, help set up, you know, Jesse's narrative of, like, needing the money and whatnot, like, I felt that was good. I also felt like it was good, um, I mean, it made Todd's death in Breaking Bad, like, that much more satisfying that we really got to see, like, what a true psycho, you know, Todd really is um, so that was satisfying at the same time that is kind of one of my criticisms of the movie I do feel like they spent a little too much time with uh, you know with uh, Jesse and Todd um, you know especially since we know like what Todd's ending is right again it makes you know Todd's death at the end of Jesse Moore satisfying but you know because we know that ending like I, I didn't really feel like there was any need to like really spend as much time as we did with Todd even in flashbacks um, but I mean I, I do think in a way those serve their purpose and, and I will say this too uh, hats off to, to Jesse Plemons, who plays Todd. I mean, that guy, I've seen him in a few things now, and he has an incredible range of acting. He he really, he, uh, played the guy in, uh, or he played the kid, one of the kids in Friday Night Lights. He actually seems to be a very nice guy, uh, in real life, Jesse Plemons does. Like, you know, you never anything hear anything bad. I mean, yeah, you know, he got picked to you know probably like one of the worst, most you know, sycophantic and most evil guys ever. Um, you know, so props to him as as, so props to him as an actor. He did a great job. Um, you know, uh, also kind of going on with the whole uh, Todd slash neo Nazi thing. They did show uh, parts throughout the movie where, like, Jesse was being uh, tortured and, and abused by the neo-Nazis. Uh, they alluded in some of the press leading up to the movie that, that, that they were going to show this. Um, the one thing that I was kind of afraid of was that they were going to harp on it a lot and that they were also going to make, like, really gratuitous, you know, too. And I liked that they they definitely showed that it took place, but they weren't, like, gratuitous about how they showed it. Like, you could really tell that Jesse got fucked up majorly when he was with the, uh, you know, with the neo-Nazis, with Jack and his gang. But it wasn't, like, gratuitous, like, in your face. Like, you got the point of how horrible it was, but it wasn't too much. I, I know some directors that probably would have, you know, gone to the level of showing it and, like, being really gratuitous with it. And I, I know that Vince Gilligan, like, in the, in the case of Face Off, like, he's not, he's not afraid to show gratuitous stuff when necessary, Like, he's not screamish, but at the same time, he also knows when to, you know, put things in or leave things out, you know, and really let the audience, you know, kind of imagine things for themselves. And he did a really good job of that in this movie, Uh, you know. So, once again, props to Vince Gilligan. Um So the 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 thing the the thing with the uh apartment uh sequence with Jesse trying to find the money um that was great uh him telling the apartment it was kind of like a homage I guess to like the cooking scenes that you know Jesse and Walt did in Breaking Bad um that was really good I I wasn't really sure where they were going to go with that, but they pulled that scene off, really that whole series of scenes off really well, I felt. Um, so, and just also the cinematography as a whole in this movie is really good. It's outstanding. Like, I know that Netflix is really killing it in terms of like, you know, production quality. Like they did a fantastic job with Daredevil and The, and the Punisher, right? I've praised those two, you know, series multiple times. Like even Sai was kind of like Ah, this is a Netflix movie, it's going to be it's going to be good, but like this was like cinematic, you know, like movie theater good cinema cinematography that was in El Camino and that in the apartment scene, I really felt really showed that off as did, you know, the scene in the desert, basically every shot was really good. Um, so then the whole plot with Ed, you know, the vacuum sale salesman guy, uh, and by the way, uh, Rest in peace, Robert Forster, great actor. Uh, they paid a they paid a few great homages to Jackie Brown, uh, you know, which is arguably his most famous movie. Like in recent years, uh, you know, they paid some good, uh, you know, kind of homages to. Uh, Jackie Brown in this movie with, you know, which again was a Robert Forrester movie kind of, you know, with his demeanor and just kind of how he acted some of the interactions with with Jesse, I really felt like he did a really good job once again playing Ed, you know, in the series and, uh, you know, like I'm glad that he didn't just roll over and you know, like, take Jesse's money. I'm glad that he put, like, that he put up a challenge. But I'm glad that that kind of also became the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, kind of goal for Jesse to get that additional, uh, you know, I guess, $18,000 or, or, you know, or whatever he needed. Uh, you know, to get Uh, the guy to help him, right, I felt like that was a really good plot point, okay, so kind of switching gears now, uh, let me move on to criticisms a bit, and this really isn't so much of a criticism as much as it is like they could have maybe done better or something, or maybe I'm just, maybe it's been so long since I've seen Breaking Bad, which, by the way, I watched Breaking, the last time I I watched Breaking Bad, like, the whole way through, was like a year and a half ago, so it hasn't been that long. But even so, I felt like the whole setup with the uh welding guys while it was interesting I don't remember them from breaking bad uh as villains. Like I don't I don't remember them as Breaking Bad villains, right? And uh I I didn't look this I, I didn't look this up, but like Um, I, I, I can't remember whether or not they were in Breaking Bad or not. Um, so the fact that, like, the one guy after, you know, Jesse leaves Todd's apartment and, you know, he recognizes that guy and the guy's like, I was wondering how long it was going to take you to recognize me. I was... I was watching with my parents and, like, we've we've seen Breaking Bad. And we we paused the movie, like, none of us could remember where that guy, you know, if that guy was in Breaking Bad and we we looked it up and we, we couldn't find anything. So that plot device, I kind of felt like, I understand why they had to why they did that because obviously I don't think it would have been good to like bring Gus back from the dead or anything like that like i get I get the choice that they made. I just felt like they could have maybe explained it better a bit i I do kind of feel like the villains in this movie, so to speak, were kind of weak that's my criticism of the movie right um they spend a you know they spend like a whole lot of time on this on you know on this group of welders right these you know crooked like criminal welders that that built the cage like i get it they're evil they're evil dudes but they're not the main baddies in my opinion, at least, um, I think it would have been cooler if maybe Jesse had to face off like against, you know, against like more bikers, you know, from like Jack's biker gang. Like, you know, obviously it seems to me like Jack might have might have been like part of the, the Hell's Angels or like definitely part of like a bigger network, right? And so like maybe that would have been like a better thing, um to like have the the villains be bikers or something like that. Um but that that would have just been my choice, right? Um I mean the 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 fight the fight scene like the like the 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 stand off that was cool um what what they did again i just felt like they could have done better with the villains basically so that's my biggest uh, i guess critique you know kind of like criticism uh my other criticism i guess and it's a very small one uh two things one I would have at least liked to have seen, maybe like a, a, you know, like maybe even even like a brief cameo of, um. you know, Walter Jr. and Skylar, like I know that there are a lot of Breaking Bad fans that for some reason hate those two characters. I don't know why, I don't know why I get that Skylar kind of had a bitchy series, but like kinda of had like a bitchy personality, but like even so I the end of the series you do feel sorry for. I would have at least liked to have seen how the white family has to deal with the aftermath, you know, of Walter's you know, fuck up basically. As Heisenberg, right? I would have at least liked to have seen a cameo of that. I think I don't think it would have taken away from anything. Uh, you know, even though it's Jesse's story, like, I just feel like they could have maybe put that in there somewhere. Um, you know, and then like, I, I felt like the whole thing with Jesse's parents, um, I get that they used that as like a plot point for Jesse to get, to get, you know, guns and whatnot. But, but I almost feel like that whole part with Jesse's parents, you know, like on the news, that could have been the, you know, cameo from like Walter Jr. and Skyler or something like that. So, I don't know, that's, you know, that's like my, you know, minor complaint, I guess. So, you know, the villains and then, you know, some weird cameos, but that's, that's about it. Uh, now, the, um, the part that a lot of people, oh, uh, one more crit- quick, uh, critique too. Um, I was a bit disappointed that they didn't end up using the interrogation room scene, um, with Skinny Pete. That they showed in the trailer, right? Like, that was the first trailer for El Camino when we basically got, like, the announcement. I would have liked to have seen that, like, that scene played out in the movie and maybe developed, like, a little bit, kind of, like, you know, again, falling upon the uh, aftermath of of the fallout, you know, of, like, a post-Heisenberg, New Mexico Right, that would've been cool. I feel like they could have included that scene in there, and maybe like add a little, more, a little more to that. Um, right. So those are all my criti. Those are all my criticism. It's again uh, not that many. So uh, and whatnot. Now this is the uh, this is the part of the review that I. That a lot of you have been waiting for. Um, you know. A lot of people. I assume. I haven't listened to too many other podcasts. But I'm assuming this week. Once the movie review podcasts get released. I'm assuming that this is going to be like a big talking point. Right. Uh, Walter White. And the. Uh, you know. Brian Cranston. We 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 got Walt and Jesse together for one scene, right? And I know that there are some people I I saw on Twitter that they were, I saw some people on Twitter who who were like unhappy that we didn't see more of Walt in this movie. But honestly, I felt that that scene, uh, you know, with Walt and Jesse. I felt like that scene was perfect. And, uh, I I haven't read too much, but I don't know if that I don't actually know if that's, like, an original scene. I think it is. But, you know, it could have been, like, on the cutting room floor. Either way, it was great to see those two together on, on screen again. You know, Brian, uh, Brian Cranston and, uh, you know, Aaron Paul, they both have, you know, great chemistry together on screen, pardon the pun, Um, you know, everything from the quippy dialogue, you know, of like, you know, you thought I didn't graduate high school, bitch, like, you were serious about that, Um, you know, to, to like, Walt encouraging to, to go to business school. You know, and then saying, like, you're extremely like lucky for your age. Like, the entire, that entire scene was perfect. And it was exactly what we needed. And I know that some people are, like, disappointed that we didn't see more of, you know, Walter White in this movie. That we didn't see, you know, like, either more flashbacks or, you know. There were some people that were theorizing that like Walter was somehow alive. Um and I'll get to that in a sec. But I'm glad that we got that one scene. I felt that it was a good scene and, and I I'm glad that we got a that we got like a, a good scene with Brian Cranston and uh, you know, Aaron Paul with Jesse and Walt. I'm glad that we got one good scene as opposed to multiple mediocre scenes. We got like a perfect scene, but we only got one. So that satisfies me. Uh, And we didn't need need any more. Uh, Now, regarding Walt being dead, I know that there were fans that were obviously disappointed. But did any of you guys honestly think that Walt was going to like somehow miraculously survive right and they were going to like you know like there were all these you know crazy like theories that like Walt was alive and that they were secretly going to like you know have him go like undercover and like do all like no like I don't think that Vince Gilligan would have used this to like relaunch Breaking Bad or something Uh, you know, so, like, in all honesty, I'm glad that we got the one scene with, uh, you know, Walt and Jesse together, and, uh, you know, like, the confirmation that Walter White is dead, for sure, I'm kind of glad that we got that, too, and I, I guess here's the point, like, El Camino is Jesse's story. Right? It's his saga of personal redemption. Breaking bad was the okay, so with Better Call Saul, right, that series, I haven't seen all yeah, I haven't seen the final season. But that story like documents the rise and fall and then kind of like mediocre rise of Jim and Miguel, who becomes Saul Goodman, right? Better Call Saul is obviously, you know, Saul's story, right? Breaking Bad is the rise and fall of Walter White. You know, it's it's the fall from grace of Walter White, the the rise of Heisenberg. And the fall of Heisenberg and the ultimate tragedy of Walter White. Right? Breaking Bad is Walt's story. So now, with El Camino, El Camino is the story of Jesse's redemption. Therefore, it was and should have been, and they did a good job of it, making that film all about Jesse and keeping it centered on Jesse. Right? So they did a perfect job of that. Um, you know, they, they kept the film focused on Jesse. They gave the fans what they wanted with Walt and with some of the other cameos, but they didn't bombard us. It was still Jesse's story. Ultimately... And I'm so glad that that was the case. So now with the ending of Jesse going to Alaska, uh, you know, big spoiler, he ends up making it out and uh, he he ends up going to Alaska and presumably to start a new life. This was an ending that, honestly, that's what surprised me the most. And I think it surprised a lot of people. And I know some people that were actually, like, upset by that ending. There were people that wanted Jesse to get, like, captured by the cops. Or, you know, like, killed or something like that. like they wanted to they wanted it to kind of end like, you know, melancholy or, or kind of bittersweet, right? like Breaking Bad did. But no Jesse is actually the only character in the Breaking Bad universe, right. He starts off this whole whole entire series as like the lowest of the low kind of like a scummy character. And yet at the end, he's the one who ultimately get gets redemption and get a second and gets like a second chance at life. You know, when everyone else kind of fell from grace and then and ended ended up dying. Now you know, I know that there are some people that are you know are so used to you know, Vince Gilligan's kind of, you know, the way that he makes everything tragic and kind of bittersweet. They didn't like the fact that Jesse got a happy ending, right? But to be honest, that's exactly why the, this happy ending was perfect, right? The fact that Jesse got a happy ending was perfect for the, for the film, right? Breaking Bad audiences, you know, and fans of Vince Gilligan's work in general, we are so used to seeing Vince Gilligan, you know, write like tragic endings or write bittersweet endings that we almost kind of expect it from him, right? That's one of his things. And I remember him saying that he wanted to surprise people with this movie, right? And so I was sitting there at the end of credits, like wondering what to make of the ending. And right as I was thinking, I'm like, well, hmm, like, you know, that was an instinct choice. Uh, you know, Vince Gilligan said that he he wanted to, like, you know, give, like, a a surprise ending, like, I wonder, oh, that's what, like, as soon as I said that, kind of in my head, like, I realized that that, that that was the surprise ending, right? We weren't expecting a happy ending for Jesse going into the movie, at least I wasn't, and everyone else I talked to that I know of wasn't really expecting, like, a happy ending for Jesse. So, therefore, when we actually did get a happy ending for, you know, for Jesse, for one of the characters of Breaking Bad, it was a surprise. And it was a well-earned surprise, and I feel that it was, you know, that it was also a well-deserved happy ending. You know, and I I, I thought that that, you know, end scene with, uh, you know, Jesse, Jesse and, um, you know, Jane, they didn't really make it clear whether that was... A flashback or like a daydream that just was having, but I felt that like that was perfect. Uh, you know, Kristen Ritter is a great actress, and uh, you know, even that in that one scene, she was phenomenal. So overall, ladies and gentlemen, I would just say that El Camino is a fantastic film. Uh, especially considering that it's, you know, that it, you know, was made for Netflix. Uh, you know, Netflix really raised the bar with this feature film. You know, I thought they're usually, you know, known for making pretty good, you know, serialized drama dramas, right? Like, you know, a really good, like cinematic original series, but this was one of their first like movie movies. That I was real impressed with. So they, they did a really good um, job on it. Um, you know, as far as, like, future Breaking Bad installments... Um, to be honest... I am completely satisfied... If... This is the last property we get from the that we get from the breaking bad franchise in fact i almost wish that we had gotten this you know like 5 years ago i i wish that we had gotten this um earlier instead of better call saul but you know we we got it anyway and it it was Still really good. So, uh, you know, once again, props to uh, Vince Gilligan. And, you know, props to everyone who works really hard. Props to Aaron, Aaron Paul and the entire, you know, cast and crew. You guys did an amazing job. And, you know, this movie is why I love film. Just in general while of studying film and television and talking about it with, with you guys on this podcast. Um, it was a perfect conclusion to Breaking Bad. It kind of wrapped up the whole saga. If Vince Gogan wants to do more in, in the Breaking Bad saga, I'm sure he could, and I'm sure it would still be just as good to watch But honestly, this was the perfect conclusion to a, you know, to a damn near perfect saga. If I were Vince Gilligan, personally, I would maybe, you know, like, finally put the pen down, like, close the, you know, cover on, like, the finished book. Because, you know, like, you ended it perfectly, Vince. I can't, I couldn't think of a better ending, personally. Sony no, just overall outstanding. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as uh, I have. Uh, and let me know what you think of Al Camino. Uh, I'm going to be doing a, a, a blog review of it soon, which I will announce details for that uh, you know shortly. That has something to do with what I'm working on with Matt Dallas. I'll, I'll tell you guys that much. But, um, you know, I hope you guys uh, enjoy the movie as much as I do. And uh, if you're so inclined, folks, uh, we do have a, a kind of like a faux voicemail feature, you know, for the podcast. If you want to tap the, like, the link down below in the description of whatever uh, you know podcast feed, there should be a link to where you can leave a voicemail. Or else you can also go to uh, FM forward slash Whitfield Report, you know, just like you would to get the podcast feed and there's also a, a voicemail feature over there where you can uh, you know leave a voicemail for the show and let me know your opinions uh, you know, for the for El Camino and for the Breaking Bad Saga you can also email me through my website at sandwichfield.com and also, you know, tweet me at samw dc, and yeah, just let me know what you guys thought of this movie, I really liked it, I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it too, let me know what you th- what you think, fellow Breaking Bad fans, uh, and anyway, I know that this review is kind of, you know, has kind of been long and, rambling and long winded and that's kinda what I do when I do solo reviews. There was a lot to unpack and I think we did pretty good for an hour. And I hope this kinda made up for uh, you know, missing a show on uh you know, for missing a Saturday's show. Um so anyway, thanks for tuning in. And, uh, anyway, folks, I'll be back for sure on, uh, Thursday, and, uh, Jimmy and I, Jimmy finally got his, uh, tech support issues fixed, so, uh, I will be for sure having him on the show on this coming Saturday, um, for sure, third time's a charm, right, folks? I'll see you guys on Thursday. Uh, Matt Dallas isn't confirmed yet, but, but I, you know, like I said, I could be having him on Thursday, or I could be having him on a later date, uh, you know, and I've also got, like, midterm exams this week, too, so I'll be busy with that, but, uh, anyway, I'll still try to provide content for you guys as much as possible, but, anyway, folks, I want to thank you guys so very much for listening, have a, uh, great rest of your, uh, Day or evening in the past, present, future hour, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios, God bless and God save this great nation. God freedom of legacy in that order. And uh, I will see you next time on the Whitfield Report. God bless.